We are in our personal development scripture study. Some call it Bible study. And uh, we have invited you all to join us on YouTube Live, uh, Facebook, TikTok, MikTok, and RitTok, whatever social media platform you own. Uh, we appreciate you so much, and I'll tell you, you're about to be blessed. So we're going to get right into our teaching. Now, we've, we've been dealing with this, 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 these concepts of laws. And a couple of things, laws guarantee success. Law, kingdom laws, what we're talking about, and we made a clear distinction between the law of the kingdom of the government of heaven designed for us to live by and the traditional laws of the elders, the ritual laws, the ceremonial laws, you know, all of that. We made, we, we, clear, we clean all that up and you just go to our, our YouTube channel, EOFKC, and you can uh, uh, understanding kingdom laws, all that teaching on different laws. And you will see the, the uh, knowledge is there. So we're not going to go back into all that, but we want to do mention a couple of things that laws, creation, all of creation stands on law. Everything the father created is governed by laws. Uh, laws predict uh, success. Laws predict failure. Laws produce order. Order attract increase. Order uh, cause you to utilize what you get. Order, you can determine where you are based on order. Order eliminates confusion. Order eliminates stress. And order come from the presence of laws. The father laws, Elohim laws, not man laws. Man laws are civil laws. And even without those, you'll have chaos and confusion. Without that red light, you know people are not going to act right. You'd be sitting there all day trying to cross. Everybody just bounce and stop and go. Because we live in, uh, <laughs> in a lawless culture. Okay. And then the other thing about laws, mankind, who is separate from his creator, has produced their own law. And that's one uh, religious definition of, of the English word grace that have really messed some people up because people think they can do whatever they want to do, make their own law and then say, don't judge me. Don't judge me mean that I'm lawless and I don't want nobody correcting me. I'm not subject to no man's law. And it's all based on false, erroneous teaching. And uh, so we want to give you that concern and all because we um, uh, just pulling layers of laws uh, from scripture. Now, also, the word of the king is law. Now, Romeum, uh, call Roman, uh, Romans, we say Romeum. And let me, let me go and hit that where I'm at. I thought about this today, another way to articulate it is that how many knew that uh, the King James uh, translation of the scripture was commissioned by the King of England, King James? How many know that? All right. How many also know this, that the king was the head of the Catholic Church in England? Did you know that? Again, thumbs up, thumbs up. Also, if you're on YouTube Live, hit the thumbs up button for me. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Okay. So the church in England, the Anglican, Episcopalian, all those denominations come out of there. All right. And then you had the Catholic Church head, headed up by the Italian. So actually, the king was the chief, the presiding bishop of the church. And he told them what to do. 
you see. So when they translated the King James Version, uh, and, and when they, they did it into English, that's why you have the archaic English language. And the king told them to put English names in there instead of the original Hebrew names. Did y'all know that? Okay. I knew you knew that already. It's just old news to you. So I'm not, King James is not my king. I'm not a citizen of England. And uh, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And the scriptures uh, come from the Holy Spirit, Elohim, the Holy Spirit, and not from King James or his translators. So we stick with the people original name. And for the Westerners and Americans, especially to say it doesn't matter, well, you lying. And that's one huge false statement that so many other lies have been produced off of. Because if that don't matter, a whole lot don't matter. You're actually saying what the father say don't matter. Who that man named his son doesn't matter. Who that woman named that daughter doesn't matter. You know, or have it go. It does matter. Names does matter. So that's, that's why we stick with the original names. And it does matter. They're not English citizens. The original scripture was never written in English. And I was talking to somebody. Because, <laughs> you know, I thought it too. I thought, you know, I thought the Bible was written in English. I thought that was a word. Authentic, authentic, original word in the English. I didn't know no better. That's what they told me. So if you read the Bible over and read something to him, this is the Holy Spirit talking. No, those translators talking to you. <laughs> and King James told him what to say. <laughs> All right. So Roman Yim, where was that? Roman Yim um, uh, talks about some things uh, relative uh, to laws and instructions. The book, the, that whole letter, call it a book, that whole letter is full of, of laws. The word law is being used. And if you don't understand that when it was translated, only one Greek word at that time was used, and it's a Greek word nomos, and it did not make a distinction between the silver ceremony ritual or the law of the king. Now I was saying that the word of the king uh, is the law. The word of the king is law. Now, um, there are the the book of Romeo says. That man, and also in one of the gospels, he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth, lips of the Messiah. The uh, Amplified Translation translate that, I think it's over in Roman 10, where you confess and things like that. So you can take the Bible. I still got a hard copy. And read a lot of. A lot in this book, the king did not say. People said a lot of things in this book. So when we say the word, uh, the law of the king, the word of the king is his law. We talk about the words like Yeshua said, I think it's Matthew uh, four. No, Matthew, when he was being tempted by the enemy, it could have been four. When uh, he told O Lucifer that man is not to live by physical substance alone but by every word that come from the mouth of Elohim, because his word is law. And you get a lot of writings that didn't come from his mouth. So you have to make a distinction. When he spoke and when he speak, he was repeating the laws that he had designed, which are embedded precepts for us to live by and to govern our lives. 
Now, so we're in teaching the laws of the kingdom. That's what we're teaching. You find out the laws, you you activate them, and you get the benefits of them. Here's another thing. Uh, Romeo, I believe, is uh, three talks about the law of faith. Now, faith is an English word. The Hebrew word is imoni, imoni. And there's a root word, iman, in there. And there also is a root word for mother in the uh, word, the original word for faith, the strong spirited person. So, um, and faith is living out of our born again spirit that we receive from our father. All right. Now, but because of this English word faith, it's, it, 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 it has taken all the laws, the principles that's embedded in the belief system, developed the belief system and cause us to have success and put it under one umbrella. And so when you hear faith, you really can't determine what other laws are in there. You see, uh, our belief system, that's what faith is. How we believe is governed by laws. I'm just giving an example. It's governed by laws. How we believe. We got this, what we call the six stage conformity, how we become who we are. Those are laws that will produce the lifestyle of a person. We know that all things are possible to the person who believe, but believe what? You say it's just leap, it drop you. They believe what? They believe what? All right. So our belief system is it's, it's a system of components working together that we must learn and laws govern and regulate that. And, and it's like, you know, I did it. I was taught that way and I did it. You know, if you want something, just stand in faith and believe. Okay, so now I know that as a citizen kingdom, if I find out what my rights are and exercise those rights based on the laws that have been established for my benefit, once I find that out and all I have to do is make my petition based on the law that's written for me as a citizen and I receive my privileges and benefits. See, that, that changed the faith thing altogether. That changes everything. That's why we're focusing on learning the laws as citizens of the king. That's why Yeshua said, why are you worrying? You can't change nothing. Don't I take care of the, the birds and the grass and the flowers? Don't, don't I handle all of that pretty good by myself? What he was saying, I got laws that govern creation. The fish stay in the water and extract the oxygen out of the, out of the wa water to live because of the law that governs the fish. That law that governs. You remember when Yeshua, uh, they was in the boat and uh, they was out there by themselves and, you know, the storm came up and uh, then they, they thought they saw a spirit, but it was Yeshua walking on the water. Y'all remember that? He wasn't walking on water. He was walking on a law of dominion that Adam, Masa Isa Neged, had access to to dominate everything in the earth, including the water, including changing the form of water to wine, including making food multiply. The Father's mind is for us to never run out of anything, for us to always have overflow. If it's not anymore, take what you got 
and speak to it and multiply it. That's the type of authority and dominion that Adam and Matzah Ezenegad had. That's the type of dominion that Yeshua had. That's the type of dominion that we have, but we don't know the laws. Yeshua knew the law and he, he wasn't walking in water. He walked on the law. He walked in his dominion. Everything he did, that's what he did. And then uh, he said, if your belief system has been cultivated by my word and by learning the laws of the kingdom, then whatever you say, and if you believe it, whatever come out of your mouth, just like whatever come out of my mouth, you're going to have it. You don't have to stand and confess it four times and pray and fast three days and confess it 10 more days. You don't have to do all that. You just understand law. That's what he was teaching. So we, we have been billing and we're yet billing. We're digging the footing. We're putting in the steel, uh, putting the dials in. That's like a round cage like. Uh, four or five piece of rebar shaped like an L go down in the corner of the foundation if you're going to build a metal structure to keep the building from pulling up through the wind pressure. So we've been working on foundational things, easing into the law of scholarship and Holy Spirit say, I want you to deal with the law of holiness right now. You know what I said? We are teaching the law of holiness right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing we need to do is obey. You don't need to eat. You can starve to death. You don't have to eat. You don't have to drink water. You can, you can die of thirst. You don't have to do it, believe me. But we need to obey because we're dealing with eternal life in terms of obedience. And uh, there is a master key. And I want someone to come on and tell me what that key is that unlock that unlocks all the other keys of the kingdom of heaven? What is that master key? A master law. Uh, submission and obedience. The law of obedience and submission, and they go hand in hand. Obedience and submission go hand in hand. Unlock all the other keys and understanding to all the other laws. Without that, they don't work. You see? And, and, and I ain't said nothing about faith yet. Because when we deal with faith, really we'd be scratching the surface. So we're going to go into the law of holiness and we're going to, uh, scholarship is there. It's coming. Uh, we obey and uh, let's go to our notes, the law of holiness. And we're going to look at a few things. Now, uh, recently as they are getting it, the notes, what they're getting a note up, We've been seeing some things that are going on in the church. Church got some problems. Church got some problems. Catholics got some problems. You're part of church. You're a Catholic. You got church creeds. You believe in the Father, the Holy Spirit. Uh, you're part of the universal body, you say. And Shay O was just using a human to make an a, a explanation. He wasn't talking about starting a doctrine on the body of Christ. He, would, he, he never intended that. We're the congregation of Elohim, Father had people in mind, a congregation in mind, a community in mind. So uh, they're going to get those notes up and um, in terms of these laws, the law of holiness. Um, let's go and look at some scripture and some word, man. I know I said I'm going to say something, but I'm just going to flow. Let's go to our next note. That, all right. Now, here's a law, law of holiness. We just all through the scripture. 
And we try to keep this basic as possible so that we can primarily learn, learn. Y'all remember mental ascenting? Uh, Dr. Ney, you want to repeat that illustration uh, that I, I've been using for 20 something, right at 30 years. It just, it's just simple, it just make it right to the point. That illustration that we use relative to mental ascenting before we start this law of holiness. Yes. Okay, let's say someone has asked you to go across a tightrope and this tightrope is going across the Niagara Falls. And you ask, no, they ask you, do you believe that I can go across the tightrope? And your answer is yes. So this person says to you, well, I would like for you to get in the wheelbarrow and you get in the wheelbarrow and both of us will go across the tightrope. So the question is, do you believe or do are you just mental assenting? Because if you really believe, you would get in that wheelbarrow and you would go across the tightrope. But if you were just mental assenting, and you just, that's not putting it actually into, I mean, not actually getting into the wheelbarrow, but you just keep it in as in head knowledge. So that's the illustration. Right. Uh, you get a text, remember? Family emergency. So yeah. I believe you. I'm, I'll go the next time. I, I got to run, but I'll be back. I believe you. Though. I promise I believe you. <laughs> hey, we're not after that. We're not after that. All right, so here, here it is. The scripture says, you can put it back up, be holy, be holy. He never said do holiness. You cannot do holiness. Holiness is not a doctrine. Holiness is not uh, wearing a half inch thick cotton dress and no makeup. Holiness is not having your shirt buttoned all the way up to your neck like an ostrich or something you know, and having a tight belt around your waist, pants pulled up and a, and a, a jacket on is 100 degrees outside. That is not holiness. Had nothing to do with it. All right. So he says, B, here's a law. And you, and you know, we got several def definitions for laws, a precept embedded uh, in principles and commands. Be holy because I am holy. And that word I am you see it also in uh, Shemot uh, when Moshiach said, okay, I'm going to Egypt, you know, and I'm, I'm going to tell these, these people what you told me, but I need to tell them who sent me. I need to know something, some little more, to, you know, and, and, the, and, the, and the father said, uh, I am that I am in the English, but in the Hebrew, he said, Aheya Asher Aheya. He is the mighty prince. The mighty prince. Ahaya uh, means, high mean a revelation of heaven uh, and his power, his creative power being revealed. What you see in this earth is all a product of who I am in the earth and I created. And I am the mighty prince. That's what he was saying to Moshe and he understood that. But you know, people, I am, I am, don't, don't know nothing, uh, just saying stuff. It's, it's a lot more than that. That's one of the names that he revealed uh, to Moshia, Ahaya, Asher, Ahaya. Go check it out. So when he said, for I am holy, I am who is holy? The 
creator of all things, who is revealing himself to us, the mighty prince is holy. That's what he was saying. All right. Now that's Kepha Aleph, uh, what is it? One and 16. And then in Debiram, uh, six and four, he says, Hear Yish, O Yishrael, Yahweh, our Elohim, Yahweh is one. Remember, Yahweh, Israel, is one. This word, when he said one, the connotation here and the contextual uh, 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 meaning he wants us to get out of this is that the Father is integrated. He is integrated. He is one. 100% wall to wall all the time. He don't change. Now, you remember over in your cube or your cob, he said, uh, he, he said, if any man lack wisdom, uh, let him ask. No, 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 he didn't say that. He, he said, wisdom is first gentle and peaceful, you know, and, and it comes from the father of lights. What is light? Knowledge of the kingdom, the source of the knowledge of the kingdom, who is the father in whom there is no turning of variableness. He, he don't change. He's not wishy-washy, you know. All right. So he was uh, letting us know again how the father is one all the time. In Malachi, he said, I am again the mighty prince who created everything you see in the earth, who is revealing himself to you. I'm, I'm, I'm the same and I don't change. You can depend on me. You can depend on me. All right. So Holiness, <clears throat> uh, we got three, <clears throat> there's three basic meanings we want to get out of it that has nothing to do with the religious terms that we've been hearing. Holiness, number one, means special. Special. You remember the Shabbat? <clears throat> the Shabbat, when he said, remember my holy, uh, is it over in Ezekiel? There's several scriptures. He said, remember uh my holy Shabbat, or Sabbath is where it's written in English, but it's out, out, really Shabbat. He said, remember, remember and keep it holy, special. Remember my special time and day and keep it separate and sanctified and special. All right. So holiness means special also. So when you look at culture of the kingdom and different days, a product of culture. And what is culture? Someone give me what culture is a product of. Law. Absolutely. Absolutely. Culture is a product of law. Culture is a set of common behavior and conduct of a community of people who possess the same belief system. The way the, 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 you know, way we act, the, how we dress, you know, uh, the different foods we eat, what entertainment uh, we allow in our system to entertain us. Uh, what are our laws uh, regulating marriage relationships? How do we uh, deal with uh, widows and and um, single parents, all that has to do with culture, you see. Because in some cultures, you get buck naked to get married. Some cultures, men marry two women. They be happy, glad about it. 
excited about it. That's their culture. That's not a culture of the kingdom. And some, you know, someone asks about, well, you know, they had men and wives. There was a civil culture dealing with a nation that was being sanctified, layers peeled off to be separate and special from the world culture. That's why it stopped. That's why that stopped. Okay, then the second one, putting those back up, is sanctified or separated. You see, special then sanctified. Y'all can go back to the notes. Holiness means sanctified. This is a law. This is a law. So we're getting the meanings of this word because this word uh, has structure, culture within it. It has directions for living in it. All right. So sanctified or separated. Holy, sanctified. So it's not a denomination. The denominations are a product of secular religious humanism. It's not a product of a government of the kingdom. Yeshua was no, you see he programmed the Jewish Jesus and all that. He, 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 wasn't, he wasn't a part of no religion. He never, he never claimed it. You know, that's why when he went to the synagogue, he went in there confusing the elders who had been there 900 years. And he had more wisdom and knowledge than they had. You know, uh, religion folk, religious folk gave him the most problems. Religious folk wanted him dead. Donab dead. Religious folk called for that. He never was a part of religion. He never came to establish religion. He never did. He only came to preach the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom, I'm going to make a statement. I see your hand there too. The gospel of the kingdom defined by religion is getting souls saved. That's the gospel of the kingdom. Now, I'm going to make some more folk mad and say, I'm off and that brother full of charisma and stuff, but he's just way out there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the saving of souls is not the message of the kingdom, nor is it the gospel of the kingdom. All right. The gospel of saving souls is for people to get saved to go to heaven. The original intent and the purpose for giving us a body is for not, not to go to heaven to live on earth. Man was never created to go to heaven or live in heaven. Going to heaven is a result of sin and rebellion. Man's sin and rebellion caused death to set in the eternal body that he had. And so now when that body, it stopped functioning. When it stopped, if the person's spirit is born again, they have to go to heaven Wait until that time when everybody's going to come back on this earth where you were started at. All these songs about going, everybody want to go to heaven. It's temporary. You're coming back. Get used to it. We weren't created to go to heaven. So that's one thing to think about for those who think the gospel is the saving of souls. The gospel is the Hebrew word basar. It means good news, man, that your dominion is available once again. Your position that you fell from relative to being righteous with the father is now available to you again. That's good news. Now you can dominate your circumstances. That's good news. Not die and go to heaven and go to the by and by and do the escapism. OK, so 
we got a question. Let me get this question. Then we're going to get on this third meeting. Go right ahead. Okay. So you mentioned denominations. Um, a lot of denominations uh, consider themselves to, you know, to be holy um, or that they teach holiness or righteousness. Um, so my question with that, and many of us, I know probably came from a denomination, especially being, you know, native born black Americans, uh, because, you know, non-denominational was frowned upon. So with that being said, uh, how is it that denominations um, have separated themselves from holiness, or is it just that because they're derived from Catholicism, that it's just a missing of religion? Okay, well, again, denominations are not a product of the government of the kingdom of heaven that established for man to live by. Religion, worship of a deity based on a belief, a set of beliefs, ritual, ritual, ceremonial, and laws. Religion, worship of a deity based on a set of beliefs that are accommodated with rituals, ceremonial, and different laws and rites. Now, you had to go back, y'all go back and check it out, the formate, formal, uh, formation of, and when the Catholic uh, Church separated with the Calvinists, you know, the Protestants and all of those, they read the scripture and found out you didn't have to pay nobody to get your sins forgiven. That's why the Catholic Church got so much money. You paid for your sins to be forgiven. And then they start splitting. You know, one part, the Italians say you can't divorce. The English, England, England, the king uh, told his pope what to write and say you can because he wanted to get rid of his woman. And you just, and, and different ones believe certain things is separated. Denominations is a product of division, of human, humanistic, secular, secular religious division. All of it is a part of division. Uh, there is no division amongst us in the community of the kingdom of Elohim. I don't care what it is, even word of faith, uh, if you can label it as a group that believe a certain way, it's a religion. That's why we say we citizens, I'm not a religion. There are four dominant religions in America and on this earth. Could someone give them to me? Four dominant religions. Uh, Christianity, um, Judaism, and uh, Islam. Okay. The other one is Buddhism. Wait a minute. Did you say Christi Christianity? No, no, no. I'm a Christian. I ain't, I ain't religious. I'm a Christian. You know, uh, we about we about relationship, not by religion. We about relationship, but you a Christian. And you got a set of rights. You go to church on Sunday. You read a scripture. You pray. You sing. You get uh, some that'll tickle your fans or some you want to hear. And then you leave and go go out to eat and then go home and go to the park every week. Or you go to church on Saturday. You do the same thing. You repeat the same thing every week. If you're Islam, Muslim, you pray three times a day fa facing Mecca 
you face the East three times a day and you, you're going through rites. If you're a Buddhism, you do the same thing. If you're Yahuwahite, Judaism, it, you go through the rites and the ceremonies and all of this and you support only your group. You got rights. That is religion. So most Christians don't know that they are religious. OK, so within Christianity, you have all these denominations. You got all these different churches and different names. Islam is more unified and the other religions are more unified than Christianity. Because and the and the primary one that's uni the most powerful is Islam because they they said we the nation of Islam, we one nation. That's a, a concept from scripture that we are holy nation, a royal priesthood to call out. See, we're we're the nation, a holy. That's why we're doing the law of holiness. Produce. That's why we're going into uh, cultures produced by law. See, the law of holiness produce a culture within the community of people who possess the same beliefs based on kingdom laws. But we're a nation, we're not a religion or a denomination. I'm talking scriptures now, I'm not talking about, you know, religious. All right, so to answer that question, many people have names and say they holy, everybody say they holy. As a matter of fact, since you asked that, <laughs> we talking about holiness, there are some things ringing around the church now with Beyonce again. Again. And not only that, it's time to the uh, clock sisters. Now, I'm, listen, I was backslidden. And in, in the 80s, we, when you backslid, that means you was doing stuff you know you weren't supposed to be doing. And you know if you didn't stop doing it, you was going to hell. It's not like this New Day stuff. Everybody do everything. Y'all still, I mean, not you all, but people still going to heaven, still do what you want to do. You all right. God will bless a mess. You know, we accept you as you are. Just come on, just keep shacking, keep smoking, poking, doping, doing everything you're doing. It's all right. So backsliding, don't, you don't hear that word no more in this new religious culture. But uh, I, I was backslidden. I was born again. I knew I was saved, born again, living right. Backslid. And when I was in Germany, uh, I, I was DJing, uh, playing music in the club. And I was uh, fire. I guess this they can't get me now. <laughs> they can't get me now. I was doing some underground fighting. I was taught how to kickbox in at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, by uh, my uh, one of my partners there from uh, Carolina. I learned how to, he taught me how to jump and dunk and everything. So I was kickboxing. I saw boxing in Germany undercover, you know, underground. And I was DJing and some other stuff. And I used to play this song, You Are the Sunshine. And I used to mix that with Caribbean, Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen. Anybody remember that song? Yeah, Caribbean Queen. I think that's how you say it. And, and, and that You Are the Sunshine, scrunch, scrunch, Caribbean, doom, 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 doom. We used to mix it. I didn't know that was supposed to be a gospel song by the Cloxers. I had no idea. They had a good beat, good mix. The song, the words run powerful enough to uh, convict me of anything. So it's this thing going around with, with them and she's supposed to sample or did something with a song they did and they up saying it and mixing and blending. Now one of the bishops calling them out. Calling them out. So um, you remember the Holy Spirit emphatically put emphasis on this when he told us 
that music, musicians, and the whole singing circles are prophets, I'm gonna say false prophets, who are setting the stage for the new world religion that's headed up by the old serpent himself. There's a new world government that's being put together now. And you know, you can't have no government governing mass of people without a common belief system in, in religion. So this new religion that's gonna be headed by the dragon, the beast and the false prophet is being put together now. And music and singing, those are his prophets establishing the grounds for this religion to influence and take over. All right, so what's going on is, you know, it's been going on for years and most churches you go to, they mixing and the folk leave right there and go to a concert and they feel just fine. They feel just fine. Just go and go to a club and feel just fine. Go get drunk and feel just fine. You know, and we got a, got a lot of, we got scripture to go into and get, get the laws governing that particular behavior. But now, because she got a song out called Church Girl or something, I said, boy, y'all got a mess on y'all end. I'm glad I ain't in that, that circles no more. But y'all got a mess. And that's why I don't be saying stuff about nothing. I'm dealing with citizens of the kingdom. We just focus on what we focus on and teach the people. And you identify this stuff. I ain't going to get on and talk about do a whole video on church girl and this. For what? You know, that's, that's, that's them. But thing about it, them say that they are born again and worshiping the same king that we are. And many are. But they are religious and their religion has breeded a is birthing uh, a mixing and a defiling of what's holy. You see, that's why holy, special, sanctified, separate, integrity, one. So the music is a platform. That's 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 the old serpent. He was one of the worship leaders. He's pretty good at what he does. He know how to influence. He know how to manipulate using music. He know how to do that. And, and, and many of those Malachans translated angels that was under his immediate choir, worship team, his group went with him, a third of them. And they influenced some other Malachans. But it started off right there. See, your, your primary influence is where that area where you work in it. Like if you in, in this ministry, and you got a worship team and got the choir, those are the first ones you influence the most and then it overflow. So he wasn't the worship, he wasn't the only uh, Malak over worship that would say that the father have restrictions and limitations for one Malak to do all that. No, no, that's, that's not true. All right, so those are the, the forerunners of this new world order. See what's happening now, um, now they, they saying something about it finally. <laughs> trying to deal with their people. And this bishop said, well, you know, she ain't saved. She done told y'all her demon name, Sasha. And some people still don't get it. I just say dumb and dumber. I mean, the person telling you they got a demon and you still, oh, it's all right. We just pray for them. We do this. Shut up. Just be quiet. Don't know what you're doing. So, um, and he called out these, one of these clock sisters too and told him he expecting uh, open repentance. Because that's a pretty powerful denomination that they are part of. They don't play where well, they've been playing so long. Now they're trying to straighten stuff out. But anyway, um, this is uh, the prophetic word being fulfilled right before our faces, right before our eyes. Been talking about it all the time. 
And uh, uh, when you talk about mixing, you you defile holiness. Holiness being one, you can't, once you mix it, it's no longer one. And music is the primary influencing power that's out here that's mixing and people are accepting it. Okay. I, I know I'm, I, I, hey, I ain't got to study stuff. I just read scripture and study scripture. I know what's going on. So that's what's flying around. And my thing is, why is so much flying around? You know, y'all know that girl ain't saved. That is not a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Special, sanctified, separate, integrity, oneness. Let's look at some more word meaning. And we're going to hit this some more, you know, um, because mo I hope that's why I don't go pay to see nobody. I don't pay to see nobody, but the primary. OK, yes, sir. I mean, yes, Holy Spirit, trying to get rid of that sir stuff, that English uh, stuff. Uh, I, I, I'm not from there, but. Um, the. OK, all right. When. OK, sir. Special, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm quit saying, sir. Special, sanctified, separate, integrity, and oneness. Let's look at this next word because it's it's so much coming. I'm just I'm trying to just tune in and stay dialed into them because within my spirit, I have so much knowledge in these areas, so I have to make sure I don't go over in not one of those areas that Holy Spirit is leading me in there. Let's look at this word meaning. I want to get ahead of myself. We're gonna get these word meanings, and we're gonna go with some scriptures if we have time tonight. Concerning mixing, because we proven that holiness is special. If you're special, you don't mix. If you blend, you're no longer special. If you're separate, you're separate. You can tell it. Has nothing to do with no denomination. If you are uh, uh, integrity, you integrated, you're the same all the time. That's what he was trying to say, uh, get, convey all the tools. Now, this word for holy is the Hebrew word kodosh. Some say kadesh, some say kadosh. Please don't argue and fuss over you. And no, I don't care if you went and saw a person uh, with a, uh, I think it's called, it's a tassel of dollar they wear on their hats and had a long beard and you went to very temple Jerusalem. I heard them say it. So I know I'm right. It don't make you no more nothing. People just got all kind of righteous stuff they do. So it's a Hebrew word, kadosh. And there's a Hebrew word for holiness. And uh, when you spell it out, kof, dalet, shin, each letter word has a meaning in the Hebrew language. The father did his only language is like that. All right. So, of course, kof means what follows. Kof, what follows. You got a kof lamed pay, you see. So that lamed is telling us that something is connected to what's being said. Pay. And it's, it's uh, pay means... The first meaning is the power of the word of Elohim. It also means the power of words. See, death and life resides in what you are saying. We still have dominion. You see. All right. So, Kof means uh, we got that meaning. What follows? 
the established word, the purpose, and the intent. All right. And then you have the dalet, of course, which means access, keys, or authority. That lamed means authority, it means to govern also. And then uh, tav means covenant. Now, lamed, dalet, lamed, tav. Now, uh, uh, lamed has a mem in it which has to do with the anointing. So the authority is spiritual authority. That's why when you're studying Hebrew letter word meaning, you have to keep going. We did Dalet, we did Lamed, but if I was to spell all this out, I have four or five slides spelling all these words out and giving you the meaning, and that's what's needed, then you got the whole full scroll of it then. You spell out Dalet, you spell out Lamed, you spell out Tal, and then you have Shin, Shin you Noon an inheritance, a son, you know, possessing power and sin totally consumed with the power of the father by being a inheritor of, inheritor of his power, which is a son. And it also means the person is the father who is provider of peace and protection and provisions, sin. So you got more than one meaning in there. That's why the word can never be exhausted. You'll never come to an end. All right, so now, so we look at Kadosh, you're seeing what follows the established word, purpose, and intent, holiness. Now, there's a root word in here. Let's go to the next note. There's a root word within everything I just told you, and there it is right there, dosh. The root word for thresh, dosh is, is translated into the English thresh. All right. So you see that dalit shin. That's a root word within the word holy. Now, the additional meaning for holiness is what followed the threshing. All right. And you see this brother, this man down here beating. He, he's on the threshing floor. Whooping the straw. So the chave can loosen the wheat out of there and the wheat always fall. It has weight in it. Now, Matthew 3.12, and this is scripture, because when you look at these Hebrew letter word meaning, you always going to have scripture to explain it out and give you uh, more layers of revelation so you can get better understanding. Now, Matthew 3 and 12 says, his winnowing fork is in his hand. There it is right there. You see that winnowing fork. He shall thoroughly cleanse his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the storehouse. But the chaff, he shall burn with unquenchable fire. What he's telling us that holiness, what follows the intent of the established word is a direct product of the hands of the Holy Spirit on my life, working me and ridding me, loosening me of all things without value and won't last. It's called training. It's called di discipline. It's called correction. 
You see. That is what it just, oh, be holy, do that, do that. Okay, how you do it? That's what I like about the Hebrew letter word mean. It'll tell you how to do what he just told you to do. You see. So the only, only person that's not subject to this is the Father created himself, Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because he has no, no chafe. So this word holy, when he said, be like I am, he was making reference to him being separate, special, and one. So how do we become like he is? We have to allow his winning fork. Who, what he have in his hand, that hand, word hand is Hebrew letter word, you power, creative ability. And allow the hand of the Holy Spirit to work in us. And as he work in us, all the things that are not valuable, that are vanity, that are full of pride and selfish gain, it'll be loosened from our lives. I spent a whole lot of time there, uh, but uh, I'm not. Okay, because we're dealing with this law, right? Now, there's another one. Uh, when he said, I baptized, Yochanan said, I'm baptizing you or I'm initiating you. See, this is where this, this initiation come from. Uh, but it, it's not, it's not a, a, the kingdom government. That's what man got this idea. He said, I'm initiating you into the kingdom school of thought by water. When you go in the water. There's one coming after me who will initiate you with fire and the Holy Ghost. See that shin means to consume, fire, consume. Elohim is an all-consuming fire. He burns up everything that's trash. Only thing that'll last, Kepha talks about that, is the gold. You'll come out thinking not strange concerning the tri fire trials which you are going through, uh, but you will come out as pure gold. You, you getting it? So the Holy Spirit initiate, the Holy Spirit put, put us back in the position of righteousness in relationship with the Father. Give us our dominion back. Give us a language from heaven that's what fire stands, a pure language that we can actually talk to the Father direct. Not in a language that's birthed out of confusion and rebellion. Every language on this earth was birthed out of confusion and was birthed, excuse me, out of rebellion. And the Father confused the language. There was one language on earth. But now every person who was born again have right there at their disposal a pure language to talk to the Father with. If they believe. If I ain't feel the Holy Spirit because you don't believe. The way I do, okay, call the Father light in. Don't talk to me, talk to him. That those are his laws, his benefits, his privileges, what he said, denomination said, that's past. Okay. All right. Now let's look at this other note because we got to wrap this up. This is where we're gonna stop at. Go to the next note. 
I hear priests now. Yeah, you got to get it on the threshing floor <laughs> and allow the Holy Spirit to beat, 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 slap, 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 knock your head up against the wall and get the flesh out of your life. He ain't beating you, he ain't slapping you. No, he is not. He's teaching constantly his words, his laws. But we have to make the decision. All right. Now, warning, you cannot mix. So holiness is special is one. It's what follows. It's the lifestyle that follows where the word is established of oneness. That means you're not saying gospel tonight and uh, cussing in a concert tomorrow. You, you're not uh, thanking God for this, this, this victory and then turn around the next five words out of your mouth are vain words full of vanity and human waste and female dogs and young boys who had a sack put on their head and were put in a room to have sex with their sisters, their cousins, their mothers without knowing it. That word MF, that's where they come from. You know what the, the worst, the worst Somebody hit thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. The worst. <laughs> the, uh, let, let, take the nose down for a minute. The worst <laughs> ignorance that exists on the earth is self-imposed ignorance. That's what being blind is. Closing your own eyes to truth is self-imposed ignorance. You see. Listen, um, you say you're going to heaven. The scripture says, and we on the next round, we're going to get into all these scriptures too. Says that no accursed thing can enter the country of the kingdom of heaven. No accursed thing. Curse means bad. Means something that the father say don't do and the person did it anyway. But you go to church and they tell you all right because you're under grace and the father understand and you feel good sleeping and having sex with this man or this woman and y'all sitting up there in church together on Sunday with her, her kids or your kids and just feel good about it. You know, not married but still having sex with people. Because because God understands that that God probably do, but is not the creator of heaven and earth. Yeah, that one understand. Matter of fact, that one condone it and validate it. Um, being mean and cantankerous. You know, all of this stuff. People feel good about it because of a misconception of what holiness is. Now it's just a word. Just do the word and you hold it. Okay. All right. Can you bring some more and give me some more on that, please, sir, ma'am? There's a lot more to it. If he say he is a certain way and he's telling us to be like him, the father ain't going to just say, okay, be like I am and not teach me how to do it. And not expose me to his laws, his system, his principles, his precepts. He exposed me to his laws, his principles, his precepts and said, here it is. 
Now you do this, this will happen. You do that, that'll happen. Well, I'm struggling. Ain't, ain't no struggle. It's it's just we, it's, you know, our belief system is full of full of ideologies that come from a source, a school of thought. Holiness is not a denomination. It's not a teaching. It, it's not a uh uh. It's none of that. When we live out of our spirit, that's holiness. And we won't complete the cravings and desires of the flesh or of that mind that has not been renewed. It's not hard to do, actually. It's not hard to do. But because our culture is almost 0% fathers, let me me put it this way, the father in spirit, the father in spirit, and in religion, it's the same way. Check this out. I mentioned how uh, how the Catholic Church, why they got so much money because people had to pay for their forgiveness. It's still going on now. I, I, I when I was watching different, uh, I didn't watch a whole lot. I'm just like that. I want to hear from Holy Spirit. Let Him, you know, do it. And I hear from other people, but I don't. That's not my main way. I hear and get taught. And this one guy out of Florida. His broadcasts will come on 30 minutes, right? But you didn't hear him teach for about eight and eight or nine minutes out of 30 minutes. Because he'll be teaching and come in with commercials. This CD, this, that, that. Okay. He says something else. And then they come in with another one. We got our building going. So I right, say a little more. Then it, oh, wait a minute. I'm through. I can't even hear you speak a whole sentence for the marketing. Or come to this conference. You have to pay your money to do that. It's the same thing. <laughs> Holy Spirit showed me. He said, it's still the same thing. You got different ones who are good at articulating and they have a teaching gift that they are using, not for the Holy Spirit benefit, but for their benefit. And they're convincing thousands of people to give them their money. And in exchange, you get to hear them teach. The same way the Catholic Church was, only the, the, the popes and stuff could read the scripture. The people couldn't read it. And somebody, uh, uh, like, who was it, Calvin? Which one was it? They finally got the, <laughs> went got the scriptures and read it, and he wasn't even supposed to read it. He was a, uh, what you call him? Monk or something. They weren't even supposed to hear it. You just hear what the Holy, when they bring out the, the big bishop, big pope, uh, that you didn't read nothing. It's the same way. People depending, giving their money, elevating different people in different religious atmospheres and depending on them to teach you and you giving them money in exchange. It's the same, nothing change. Well, I need a plane so I can go here and I can go there. The Holy Spirit don't need no plane. And he don't have to have you. That's what, that's the damage that need to be corrected that's been going on all over the world. All over is the same thing. I got that. Well, I need faith, so I got to go here, so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, you got to get to pay, though. You got to pay. In exchange, to hear somebody talk to you about the word, you got to pay to find out how to get the little bit. You got to pay to find out how to do this. It's, it's, it's Catholicism. It never left. Never left. Never left. It's the same thing. Meditate. Think about it. You see it. You see the same thing. Nothing. It just changes. It changed clothes. 
Instead of wearing red, start wearing orange because orange is what's being accepted. Okay, we're going to uh, stop right there uh, and we're going to get back and we're going to go into scripture and look at the mixing. Look at the mixing. And if it's being mixed, it's no longer holy. I don't care how many how many songs they put out. Do you, did you not know people are putting? Well, that's religion, though. So I, I, you know, that's you know what I say now. And this is no no offense to no one uh, to your religion or what you believe and stuff like that. Because sometimes people ask me, "What do you think about what's going on in church and stuff?" I said, "Well, basically, you can do what you want to in the church." And that's what Christians do. I, and what do you think about it? I said, I don't think that's what Christians can shack and still go to heaven. They can do stuff like that. They can still just, and they still going to heaven. I mean, that's their belief. And what about you? I said, I'm not a Christian. And what you mean? I'm not a religious person or part of a religious organization. What are you then? I said, I'm a son, Ben Elohim. I'm a son of Elohim. I'm born again. I'm an ambassador a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That's who I am. That's it. I got nothing to say. It's not a denomination, not a religion. I'm not saying I'm better than you or anything like that. You asked me now, I told you. Now you do your thing and I'll do mine. <laughs> and leave it like that. Because you, listen, and let me say this, and then we'll go off YouTube. Unless someone want to share, I mean, we'll go off live. We on broadcast and everything. Unless someone want to share the takeoff. A takeoff uh oh, a takeaway. <laughs> a takeaway. I've been in, I'm a general contractor by, by way of business, and we've been doing this a long time. But a takeaway is an illumination that you get. It's not something you've been wanting to teach. That's not a takeaway. It's, it's, it's something that hit you and it helped you connect the dots and you want to share with others. And they be, it's some powerful takeaways, I'm telling you. So uh, we're going to, uh, Get it, get in uh, to takeaways because I was getting ready uh, to go into something else, and we don't want to start nothing else. All right, so let's. Um, if you want to share your takeaway, put put your thumb up or something like that, and we know how many want to share it now and then, or you can share it later because we normally give everybody an opportunity. But uh, for sake of time, who want to share their takeaway? And I see that, and I can call on you and let you go for it. You want to share it now? Okay, so, well, I'm surprised the elders. I got some teaching elders quiet. Did nobody get no illumination? Oh, you shame. I talked about that old shame, intimidation spirit earlier. But go on, uh, Elder Kyle, share your, your takeaway real quick, and we'll keep moving. Um, <clears throat> well, just catching on to what you are saying a while ago, that, you know, religion just want the people to focus on, you know, just get saved, just give your heart to, to the Lord. And, and someday down the road, you'll meet them in that by and by uh, sky. And, and okay. That's totally awesome. Uh, your sound went out and uh, because, you know, we don't have good audio. We can get it again later, but your sound went out. We're going to go ahead to uh, Bernadette and you share yours. All right. Okay, go right ahead. And Ministry Text can help us out. Um, my takeaway is if it's mixed, it's no longer holy. Could you say that a little louder, please? A little louder, please. 
Okay. If it's mixed. Yeah, we heard you. She said if it's mixed, it's no longer holy. We got you. All right. So that uh, we appreciate uh, Bernadette, Elsa Kyle sharing that about religion and, you know, sweet by and by. I'm sorry. I apologize because the sound went out for some reason. But so we're going to do. OK, now about time. Because y'all don't be hitting that button like that. You going to be not get a chance. So Dr. Danielle and then uh, Elder Alicia and then Dr. Renee, go right ahead in that order. My takeaway is the power of song and how singers are helping establish their prophets that help establish the new world order. So we should be aware of what we're listening to. All right. Okay, that's great. Go right ahead, Alicia. She up there twice, got two hands up on two computers. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, so my takeaway was when you were talking about the threshing floor in the scripture in Matthew, where it was talking about how he will thoroughly cleanse his threshing floor. And I always wonder why I felt like I was always getting corrected. Like, dang, when, when am I going to get this right? <laughs> but seriously, at, there was a time where the enemy used that against me in the sense of I got in a state of guilt or thinking, man, I'm doomed or I'm never like going to get this right. And when instead, you know, now I understand that whom the, the father loves, he corrects. And so also, you know, there's just so much growth in my life. So I'm thankful for um, for all of the correction because um, it, it bears fruit. All right, it bears fruit, the fruits of righteousness. So go right ahead, uh, my assistant pastor, Dr. Renee. Go right ahead. Good. I'm glad uh, Elder Alicia loved being corrected. I'm going to call you tomorrow on something. But um, so, <laughs> so uh, the forerunner of the new world order will be the false prophets <laughs> um, through music. Those are false prophets, and we are seeing that more and more, what they're doing. Okay. Well, that's great. We'll take those, and um, uh, the rest will be able to share them once we... Um, uh, and we have one more, which is Elder Demetrius. Okay, go right ahead, sir. I mean, Elder. That's by yeah. habit. I got to get it out of there. Me too. Me too. Um, my takeaway was... Wait a uh, minute. What you doing with an orange and your hair that long? Wait. Who was that? This is the husband. Wait, but I see the picture of a woman there. And we ain't doing no, bro. We ain't doing none of that. Mm -mm. No. No, go right ahead. I'm joking. <laughs> That's his wife. That's his wife. And go right ahead. So he's using her computer phone. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, my takeaway was really the thought of just thinking about, because uh, we mentioned that religious people gave Yeshua the most problems. And it just... It, it 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 really makes you think about like people that say they are for the father are giving him the most issues. Um, mm -hmm. So it really just talk uh, goes into the depth of people's belief system and how tainted uh, things are. And then also the one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is that he gets you to do a good thing instead of the right thing. So it may look good on the outside, but just like the fruit. It's riding on the inside. So that was right. Right. Okay. Appreciate that. 
And again, before we go off YouTube Live, I want you to hit that thumbs up button. Please hit the thumb ups button, the like button, subscribe to our channel. Just hit that bell at the upper right hand corner. And every time we go on, you'll be able uh, to join us. And we have other information. You can get EOFKC at YouTube is our YouTube channel. Go in and check our library out as well as our website, empowermentoffaith.org. We have unedited teaching there that can't be taken down. We love you and appreciate you. And shalom. Okay, so.